Welcome to the Mystical Motherhood Podcast. I have a guest today that is speaking about her use of my three books, Alchemy Becoming, Mystical Motherhood, and Fertile in Her Life. She reached out to me and I thought she'd be a great guest because she's in the process of really changing before she conceives. And she's going through, you know, her own issues she needs to change and changing her body physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. So we talk about her process, how she's used the books, different concepts around the books um, that are interesting and potent as you read them. And we go through a lot of information around Kundalini yoga, around the heart opening process, around um, just general preconception thoughts and questions she has. So I hope that you enjoy this podcast. If you have any questions, please email me at mysticalmotherhood at gmail.com or find me on Instagram at mysticalmotherhood and you can ask me any questions there or reach out for anything if you want a private session or if you have questions about the books, if you have questions about any of my courses, which can all be found at www.mysticalmotherhood.com, reach out to me. If you're interested in learning more about IVF, IUIs, um, the process of conceiving, if you're con- you know having problems, I'm also here to discuss that, and I work in reproductive medicine too. So enjoy this podcast and have a wonderful week. I'll be back with more podcasts in the coming months. Hello, everyone. I have Tarita here, and I asked her to be a guest with us, and we're just going to have a conversation today, but she's using mystical motherhood in her life, and she's going to teach how she is, and then we're going to talk about her process because she's about to try to conceive. And so what were you just saying, Tarita, about the podcast and how you're using them? Well, I started listening to your podcast a few days ago, and I kind of got obsessed with it because though you mentioned a lot of the same information in each of them, which are essential, I feel like each of them brings something so different to, to, to the experience. It's, it's like, I feel like I felt like you said this before, but now I receive it different. I perceive it different. And it's like, um, you have all this extra information. Then it's like, when you speak it, it's like, it speaks to you more. And I was able to relate to a lot of it and actually try to apply a lot of it. And when I hear that you speak to other guests who actually go through the same thing, it finally makes me feel like I'm a real person and I can apply this and I can do this. And I have been in the past few days after listening to those podcasts. Oh, my gosh, I felt so different. I feel so amazing. So you're yes, you're taking the books Mm-hmm. And you're then you're listening to the process as I work with people on the podcast, which is like totally raw yeah. and real. Exactly. And then you're changing because you can hear how other people change. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Great. And what was Katerina? So Katerina, she was on it from the beginning. She found me so fun. It was funny. She like found me on an airplane. And then I said, oh, you're supposed to be this like guest on my podcast for a long time. And she's like, great. And so I just worked with her forever. And she really changed her whole life. I mean, she's gone through a lot of different changes. but Right. Yeah. That's amazing. I was listening to some of the experiences she was having, especially like some of the things that she was holding on to that she wasn't aware of and how you were able to bring that to the forefront. So that way she can deal with it. I'm like, we all have this and we can all get through it. So that really meant a lot. And 
And that's some of the, like, we were talking about that last time with your session is I think that we all have a persona and this, and we don't even know we have it. Like I have gone through so many of my personas. It's unbelievable. I look back at myself and I'm like, what was I thinking? (laughs) You know, it's like a presentation. It's like all these different layers. And then my most recent podcast, which was so intense last week. Yeah. It was, uh, I, I listened to it. I was like, oh, that's intense. I can't believe I put that up. But I was realizing like there's the seven late, I was just talking about the seven sins of like Mary Magdalene and you have to go through ignorance and greed and all these different mm-hmm. things. All of those are like, I found are these layers that we have on us, like these, these layers of our persona that need to be removed mm-hmm. in order to get to that like level of a soul kind of union. With right, right, right. But I would love to hear how you're moving through what we talked about last week and how you're applying different concepts from the books to your life. Okay. So um, after our our session last week, I wasn't so sure how I was feeling only because I felt like a lot of different things came up, things that I was not aware of. And I guess I kind of needed a processing period. Like, um, I don't know what I was feeling. Like a part of me was feeling upset like angry but then it started to turn into shame and guilt and I'm like those things came up for a reason and as I start to move through them I start to process them I started going back to your book and everything we talked about and I was learning how to use the materials in the book and everything we spoke about to move through those emotions and that's because things came up that doesn't belong there and you brought that out had I not had this session with you, I would not have known. And it's like, I started to reflect on my life and my journey right now. And even myself, more importantly, myself as a person. And I started to do the little things you said. It didn't happen right away because I had to find myself in the space to where I was able to do it. So I started to do one of the the yoga practices and the, the Kundalini, I think it was the I'm not sure if it was the Krishna. Uh, I'm not so sure which one it was, but it was in the book. I started to do that. That's where I started to try to connect with myself and tell myself that I'm beautiful. You had a little chant in the book and I went on YouTube to listen to I'm beautiful, I'm blissful. And, you know, and that song, I started to do it and the tears started coming and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling like a flood of emotions but it's just a good release and then um I started to just apply the things you were saying I started to look at my nutrition I started to figure out ways that I can start healing the parts of me that I see are broken and it took about a week honestly to even get there but I needed it. It was so necessary to get me to here today. Now, why did you choose that specific meditation? Because I kind of felt like I had some self-esteem issues going into it. Like it kept telling me that, and it it was like a 14 minute video of a song. And all it kept saying is I am beautiful I am blissful and all this stuff but I felt like I needed that why did I need that reassurance I'm not sure but I I know deep down that it's something that I needed to hear and I actually felt into it and I did not go into it from the level of mind I did so the level of heart and I guess that's where the tears started coming up and 
you know, but I just, I moved through it and everything. And the whole day it kept playing in my head and I was smiled every time, but I felt like I had some self-esteem issues. And on this journey, self-esteem is something that I need to work on. Very important because that's not something that I want to pass on. Well, self-esteem is the basic basis of having that self-love. And when, right when I read you last time, that was the first thing I heard about you. And so I was subtly trying to get to that and all the reactions that people feel. So when you feel anger, so when the heart is closed, which most women's hearts are closed, and that's what my next work in my life will be about is like, how do you open the heart? Because I was such a mind-based person for so many years. I didn't even know what it was like to experience like the level of the heart. I didn't have an, a clue what that meant. And it's really what we need to change this planet. Right. So the process in Alchemy of Becoming is the book I believe you're talking about. Yes. The, yes. Process, the heart opening process. So that I wrote that book from a really, really dark place as I was going through it. Right. The next book will be on the other side of it. So it'll be a very different experience around that. But you have to get through all the layers of the heart. So all of our reactions, we're actually not even feeling. Most of the time, all of women are basically copying men mm-hmm. and we are responding to, like we want to be equal to men. So we copy them because right. we don't know, because we, because we've lost what it means to be a real woman. Mm-hmm. And what it means to be a real woman is to really feel things. And so what you're seeing on like on what's happening on the planet everywhere, like with the news and with everything, everything is fear-based, which is only mind-based. Yeah. And so we don't have very many people that actually feel anything. Right. And so that causes some kind of disconnect from us women. And so the way to even feel is, is most of our reactions are actually not even feeling. So most of our reactions, like we're screaming or we're crying or we're angry or we're pissed or we're like, we're talking something out. None of it's feeling it. Right. All of those reactions, like anger, like when you like tell somebody off or like you, you respond to your children and you're really, really angry, you're actually not really feeling you're just reacting from a previous like reaction. It's like a memorized reaction that keeps you safe in your mind. You're not feeling. So I have found like recently, like a good example is something happened with my Mm ex-husband and I normally would just yell, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My go-to reaction is just like, get really angry with him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like just like, and that's our go-to reaction. And he knows my go-to reaction and we play out the game. And this time it did something completely different because I'm in my heart. I just started crying and crying and crying. I think I cried for three days. I have never, and this wasn't like tears of confusion or tears Mm -hmm. of like depression. It was just like, I felt how broken our, how out of harmony our relationship was. Okay. And I felt that disharmony on such a level. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes when you go through chaos, every moment of chaos, it's something that doesn't feel right, something that feels chaotic, it's just disharmony. And so that that chaos will lead you to more harmony inside. Okay. Does that see. make sense to you? It like it does make sense. It does make a lot of sense, actually. And yeah. I think um like that does make a lot of sense. It's like we have and I personally have this disconnect with the way I view myself as a beautiful person like people can tell me all the time oh Teria you're so beautiful you know you can say that to anyone anytime and it could be it it's true but if you don't see it for yourself if you don't feel it it doesn't mean anything but after the past two weeks I've been actually I stand in the mirror and I look at my body and I'm like it's not so bad you know I'm 
I, I look good. I feel like I'm starting to see physically things I didn't see before. And I like what I'm seeing. And somebody could look at me and I could look the same, but to me, I don't look the same. It's because I feel different from the inside. Well, as your consciousness shifts, the way you look shifts. And when you go into your heart, so people that you feel are unattractive um, become very attractive when you're in your heart. And you become very attractive. Like when you're more in harmony and in love with yourself. Mm-hmm. Or, and so like when you love yourself, like this is even a teaching from Yogi Bhajan, but he, when you love your voice and you mm-hmm. love your body, you, even you love the sound of your voice, yeah. people then love you. Yeah, because true. your sound is a current of love and they respond to that by hearing love and responding to you, right? And I have found the more I go into my heart and the more I, I feel things on this profound level, like so back to the ex-husband, like feeling this disharmony, I responded to him. I was just, I was so crying. I was just crying and crying and crying. And he's like, are you okay? And he kept saying like, I mean, he called me like five times to make sure I was okay. And he responded to me in this deep like harmony and we came to an agreement. And I was like, I'm just so sad. We're not in harmony with each other. And and I'm just like, I just wish that we could do that. And he's like, let's do it. And it was so beautiful, but I didn't respond for my normal anger. Exactly. Just to go back, it's like with anything in your life, the parts of you that are not feeling that deep, deep love for Mm -hmm. yourself or just the parts of you in childhood that somebody you felt didn't love you. Right, right. And so once you go back, and I talk about this in Mystical Mm -hmm. Motherhood and Alchemy Becoming, but once you go back into the the little parts of you that were traumatized, Mm -hmm. which takes time, it's not going to be an overnight thing. It takes Mm -hmm. years and years of like, cleaning yourself up, right, loving right. yourself so much. Right. Yeah. And, and then you, sometimes, think- even in the way that I parent my son now, sometimes I, it's like, I project onto him the way my parents dealt with me, you know, because to me, that's how it was done to me. To me, that was the right way. But even then as a child, I felt the shame when they did that, but then I don't want to shame him, but that's the normal reaction that I would have and lately like the past two weeks I've been trying to be more gentle and calm and come from a place of love because it's not something that I always experienced but some of the ways for you that will really help and anyone listening is the for me you have to go being going back to my first book mystical motherhood you have to have all the base needs met in order to even move into impossibility of that consciousness so you need to have you need to be fed Mm-hmm. You need to have a lot of sleep. You need to have a lot of a lot of water, a lot of water, like a ton of water helps with any anger, right? You need to make sure that, you know, you're eating right, all those different things and you're working out, then you'll feel good. And everything comes from you and your house. Exactly. So once you work on yourself, the whole house, will, the whole family, all the people in your family, everybody will react to your changes, because it's like I hold the vibration for the family at that. You're point. holding the vibration for the family as the woman who bears the children. And you can see that like as you move from one room to the next room, how like for me, like the dog follows me, the kids follow me, <laughs> my partner follows me. And I'm like, I just want to go to this. I'm just doing the laundry. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and it's yeah. like then they've then you moved somewhere else and they follow you mm-hmm. and um, it's, it's cause your energy is concentric and his is more like linear. He's more like the male or whatever figure for you, male yeah. the household, whatever that is, male or female doesn't matter. Right. 
is going to have a different kind of an energy. And then yours becomes more concentric. And as you heal that, then everyone will respond to you in a different way and you experience them in a different way. That's very true. That's very true. Wow. Also, when you're, do you ever speak with your mom? I speak to my mom almost every day. Yeah. Like I'm getting that you talk to her a lot. Anytime that she goes back into some regression. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. If she does that, like if she, does she, if she ever like, you know what I mean? If there's ever like any issues with her, I don't think there are, but like if she ever regresses, just know that, um, or ever has any issues, just remember with anyone in your family that they're just responding from the level that they can respond. So once you can see that they're also, the more you grow, the more your consciousness grows, the more you shift into a better human being, the more you're going to get reaction. Ah. And the more they're going to not want you to. Okay. Because as you epigenetically, like, t- like literally clear the family, if uh-huh. you, or anyone who's listening, you're going to get a feedback from your family system on an energetic level to try to bring uh-huh. you back in. It's like when you're, let's say you are doing drugs and mm-hmm. then you're like, the, your friends come over and they're like, well, come and do the drugs with us again. <laughs> The universe will always test you to make sure you're not going to do that again. Okay. I understand. That makes sense. Yes, it does. Okay. It makes perfect sense. Okay. Anything else coming up with the books? We kind of went on a tangent. The books, um, I actually started reading Fertile and I hadn't finished. I was almost finished with uh, Mystical Motherhood, but I had gotten both books at the same time. But so for some reason, I was drawn to Fertile and it kind of, kind of went into the whole dynamic of how uh, conscious conception works and how you also have to clear you in order to clear that karma from the next generation that we're trying to bring in. And I was reading that, but then when I reached out to you, you said to go back to mystical motherhood, which is what I did. And I, though I read it, it, I didn't realize how much I've missed because it's like, I started reading that book like two years ago. And then today the book for some reason is just different this time. I don't know why. And I don't know if it's because of the way I perceive the information, but all the information in there is so necessary, so necessary for me right now. Maybe it was then but I feel like I'm actually getting it now and I can actually take action now and, you know, take responsibility for my healing and actually start doing things better, start making those changes that are necessary for me right now. And the thing is, here's the thing that I wanted to say before is that um, before when I first started reading the books, all I was focused on was getting pregnant, getting pregnant, getting pregnant. I just want to do it. What can I do to do this? What can I do to do that? And though I was aware of conscious conception before, your book kind of threw everything into perspective for me. But my mind was just, I want to get pregnant. I want to get pregnant. What do I have to do? I'll do whatever it takes. But then I wasn't thinking about me as a whole person, me needing to fix this before I go into this. Everything is a process and I'm kind of an impatient person. So it's like, I was just thinking about what I want, what I want, when I want, when I want. And I wasn't thinking about the process and the process takes time. And here's where I am now, willing to be open to take on the journey and start healing myself before going into, into right. 
motherhood again. <laughs> well, also, I mean, I feel like most people um, who talk, I don't know. I actually don't do a lot of Instagramming. I have not put a post up for like a long time. Um, but I do think there probably are people out there that do conscious conception work. I have no idea who they are. I've never read their books or anything, mm-hmm. but I'm going to guess that most of them take it in components like nutrition or, and it's very, you know, like here's a, you know what, I, it, it's not, there's different components to it, but it's really about the woman and it's mm-hmm. about you as the vessel. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how do you clear the vessel enough to hold that high energy? Mm-hmm. And it's not just nutrition. It's not just anything. And so when I'm in the clinic, because mm-hmm. I'm also in it, other than these books, I'm in a clinic every single day with women working with them all the time. And I'm seeing like, no one's really ready on the planet for the level of work I'm even talking about, mm-hmm. but this is going to be ready. They will be ready soon. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like it's in the next 10 years because people, when I tell my prenatal patients, you know, we talk about nutrition and then I, I mention, well, it's your thoughts and your emotions and your beliefs are just as important as your nutrition. Mm-hmm. So if you jump from pregnancy, if you jump in, you jump in and you're like, you've got a great diet, but you're a really toxic human. Mm-hmm. There's nothing conscious about you. Right. Right. And you can't just change yourself overnight. Mm-hmm. It takes years and years of dedicated practice. And, and, it, and all the things I even taught in the past were based on the mind. Mm-hmm. They were based on doing, they were based on a male uh, platform of like how to create. And so now I've recognized it has to be like from the heart level and it has to be that those reactions we talked about, it has to be like letting the anger go. It has to be letting that trauma go. It has to be releasing this like deep, deep. I mean, a lot, most women hold so much anger. Yeah. it's We are such angry creatures, all yeah. of us. And anyone who <laughs> pretends they're not and covers it up, it's about letting go of the persona. Like if you look, mm-hmm. I mean, Instagram is an incredible example of a persona. Yes. It's somebody like, like there was a person that was recently in my life that was like putting up how much she loves her husband and all these different pictures. She's having a freaking affair. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, or, you know, like it's, it's just unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it is, it it is so funny how we trick ourselves Mm -hmm. into thinking we are these people, Yeah, you know, and we all do it. We've all done it. Like, Mm -hmm. Even like the happy family or the people that put up pictures of their kids and us like doing this, like there's always something behind that. Mm -hmm. If you have to, if you have to present yourself in a certain way. Right. And so what this work does is it takes the bullshit out. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, who are you? Are you actually a good human? Are you just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it makes a lot of sense. It really does because it just all comes from the place of self like where where do you fit in into your own perception of you because I mean like you said Instagram social media it's all everything is just a filter most of the time it's literally just a filter to cover up what things really are and even in our photos we'll put on the filter on this photo so people would think we have perfect skin this and that and this is what women we compare ourselves to because that's the weaker part of us that's how we this is how we are now like this is what we became. It wasn't always like that, but now this is what it is. And this is the world we live in. But I know we have to remove those layers to actually find our true self. And that's kind of what mystical motherhood talks about. And 
like I was saying before, when I wanted to just focus on just getting pregnant, getting pregnant, like I said, I, I knew of conscious conception before I've read about it, but your book was the first one on that topic, actually. So because I was aware of it, they talked about the abdominal massages, doing the, the, the kundalini yoga and connecting with baby, with spirit, with yourself. I didn't know any of those things. So I just knew about that, but I didn't know how to do that. I came up on your book and everything is there in a much broader perspective, like in depth. I'm like, man. And even sometimes I'm realizing, why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? Why didn't I know that? So I didn't know it either. (laughs) I didn't know it either. I, when I wrote those books, I had already had my kids and I was like, holy shit. That's how I feel. I'm like, I messed up so bad. Like I was such a, I I mean, they're fine. Thank God. Right. And and they are so brilliant, but I was like, man, I could have done, I could have done better, you know? And like, I didn't have the consciousness to know any better. And then I wrote those books and I was like, I didn't even write those books. Something, those books threw me. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. then I'm like, and then that changed me because I had to go through the process of changing in order to write them. Right, right. And each one is different layer upon it, right? They are, yeah. Um, but one thing is coming to mind as you're saying this is like another thing on this planet I see that is unbelievable as I've gotten up more out of my mind mm-hmm. is the mind creates this. It's just such a powerful thing. And I really talk about this in Becoming. Our story is so potent and so powerful that we destroy ourselves with it. Mm -hmm. So that story could be for you, um, whatever the story is, like mom created shame, Mm -hmm. right? Or mom did this or my story, like, you know, like I have a, like the story creates the the belief system around your life. But once you let that story go, you can Mm -hmm. look at things from many, many different angles. An example would be the vaccination. An example would be looking at masks, like Mm -hmm. wearing masks. Like that's a good subject. Like some people are like, well, it protects you. And you look at it from this way. Like I can come out of this like Corona virus, whatever COVID and look at it from each side, but the, the, the two sides, the negative mind and the positive mind, and, and the people that are split right now, polarity, mm-hmm. at like negative and positive around the, the COVID, right? Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. exactly what we do with our lives on all level. This is just a heightened example of the level of separation. So in order on this planet, what's happening is the darkness, which I've talked about is coming and, and it will be a big change around 2027, big change. And so we are basically prepping for some some of the most massive changes in our lifetime, all right? Yeah. But this is a great example of how do you create disharmony? You take one view and you and you bring it in because if you don't have any views of anything, if you don't have an opinion that's so strong like this is right, this is wrong, this is the way it should be, this is the way it shouldn't be. If you don't have these strong opinions and you want to go through harmony, then you're in your heart mm-hmm. because it's only the mind that creates that story. Mm-hmm. That can go even back into your family line. So you say, oh, I wasn't loved. Mm-hmm. But it, that's a story. Mm-hmm. I, or I have low self-esteem because, you know, like I, I am this. It's all just a story. Once you drop the story, you will stop repeating that story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, or I was abused. Right. Well, you can also, that's one view of it. That's like looking at COVID from one side. Well, right. I bet you could find at least as many stories that you are just as loved. Yes. Yeah, that's true. And there's an example, like I have two daughters and they're like my Irish twins. And 
one, we'll have a great day. And we'll have, I mean, I mean, we, I'll just kill it one day. Like we go to the park, you know, double park day. And then we go to the museum and we have a great lunch out. And at the end of the day, maybe somebody has a tantrum and then I get mad and like they go to timeout. Right. So one daughter will remember how great the day was. Oh, mom, I'm so grateful for you did such a great day. And the other daughter will say, no, you spanked me or like you put me in timeout. <laughs> she doesn't remember the day. She only remembers. Right. That she was punished, but she forgot like the, the 10 hours before that mom, Mm -hmm. like really did well. Right. We had like, so we have to look at how powerful our mind is and our subconscious programming around picking what we want and creating a story out of what it's fascinating. So your childhood, you created mini story after mini story, after mini story, after mini story to create your story of like, this is why I'm right. We do it with everything in our life. We do it with partners. Like I had a partner that I was like, I didn't like him. So then I'm so powerful. I found everyone around me to confirm my story. Does that make sense? Like I was all my healers and I'm so powerful. I'm projecting he's an asshole and I want them to say it. So they did. And then I'm like, see, I'm right. None of it was true. I created it because I'm like, I didn't like him anymore. And then I create a story around it to destroy it. Yeah. And women are so freaking powerful. We yeah. everybody will respond in your environment back to what we said in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Once you begin to clear yourself, if you're yeah. thinking anger, your child will respond in more anger and cry to make you more angry. If you're in your heart and you're in love, your child's going to respond to that love. Yes. And you're going to create and, and that child will respond to you in a different way. Yes. Or that's concentric circle. Which is quite interesting because now, because though I want to conceive again, I'm also focusing on what I have right now, right here. So now I'm looking at my son and the way I am with him. And he's a very, very emotional child, very, very sensitive, very emotional. So I always have to try to be careful with his feelings. But then sometimes I'm not. I just say what I say because I feel how I feel. And I look at him and it's like, I can change this, but how do I change it? He's 11. He's about to be 12 in a couple months. Is it too late to, to change what I'm doing? Is it too late to change his mind about what he thinks of his life and the way, the patterns that I've projected onto him? Is it too late? And I was like, I messed up my son. Like, how do I fix it? How do I change it? And I keep going back to your books. And I was like, how can I do this? Like, if I can fix myself, I can fix him. But I'm like, I always wonder, is it too late? Does he have to do the work on his own at this point? Like, what do I do? So he chose you. He chose dad and he chose a dad that's absent. He chose to have a new mom, two moms Mm -hmm. that love him so much. Mm -hmm. And he will become very sensitive male because he had an absent father with two loving mothers. He is very different. So he'll love the woman he's with on a new level. And they're actually going to have a special love in their future. Okay. That's what I'm seeing. Okay. Very strongly. Okay. Because he'll have a new respect for women that's actually going to be good for his children. That's right. So you didn't do anything wrong. You're doing better. You're always doing better. Like I used to respond to my kids from huge reactions. Right, right. I used to be so, I remember having my, that's why I wrote Mystical Motherhood. I was in my kitchen. 
And I was, I had everything. I had this beautiful house in this expensive neighborhood and blah, blah, blah. I had the whole thing. And I was like, I hate my life. <laughs> I was like, I'm bored out of my mind. You know, I'm like, this is not what I'm supposed to do. And I was like, and then that's when I prayed to God, take me on my mission, take me on my mission. And my whole life split. But when you break, when you break from, um, from your family line, when you break it, it's hard. Right, right. It is so effing painful because mm-hmm. not only are you splitting the whole thing, like you're going to be, if the people that do my work, eventually they're going to be the ones that just like drop the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. And that's how we're going to bring these new kids through because what we're going through right now and the mm-hmm. books that I wrote mm-hmm. are based, are part of what, what happened when Atlantis fell. So what I wrote about is, mm-hmm. is, is we're going to, so when Atlantis fell, when Lumeria fell, Lumeria is a very feminine colony that fell into the ocean near Kauai, right? Okay. Atlantis was after it and it was very male. Okay. And it also fell. It destroyed itself. So we are actually going through that again right now. Mm. So that's what's happening on the planet. And a lot of people don't know that a lot of people incarnated at this time because they were a part of Atlantis and they know, and we understand that we are destroying ourselves right now. Now the difference between what happened in Atlantis and now is that we aren't going to, we are going to live through it. Right. Right. So it's, it's, it's a destruction that's happening, that the darkness is coming. And we are literally in a war on this planet. Right. People think that this, people think that like all that's happening is on a human level. This is not a human war. This is an energetic, almost galactic war we are in on this planet. And 95% of this planet is in darkness. So everything you see is all mind-based. And that's all a manipulative story that isn't true. None of it is true. None of the stories from the mind are true. So what I wrote in those books are basically how do you redesign a, um, a consciousness mm-hmm. based on something that's never been experienced before. Mm-hmm. And so as all these women eventually in the next 40 years read these books or do this work or any of the consciousness work they're doing that's not even connected to this, mm-hmm. they're dropping their past because we can't have the old story play in this new world we're going to create exactly. over the next 25 years and everything will fall, just like it was exactly. said to by the yogis, just like it did in Atlantis. That's what I love about the books that you wrote is because it actually brings all of that information to the forefront. Like a lot of women don't know about this stuff. I was one of them. I didn't know any of these things. And I'm like, so is that how that works? Really? That's what that means? I've seen this in this textbook, but I've only seen it from a scientific perspective. I've never once seen it from a source or spiritual perspective. I have not seen that. And it's like you literally took the things that I could physically see through scientific evidence and textbooks and things like that. And you turned it into like the reality of what it actually means. Like I looked at some of the geometric um, shapes in the fertile book, how an embryo has all these circles and it intertwines with this. Okay, I seen this in the textbook explaining how it splits this and that, but where is the meaning behind it? You know, I must tell you <laughs> that I, uh, they explained to me how the embryo splits when I was meditating in Scotland. 
And I had never seen an embryo, nor had I looked at it in a textbook. So then I wrote that book and then I got hired. So I wrote that book and I wrote it based on um, Isis. On on So like, this is really fascinating. So Isis came through me, the goddess Isis. It sounds, um, I don't ever talk about that because I, it sounds weird, but I, it's true. And she, after the floods of Atlantis, when Atlantis fell, there were, we went back into Egypt and we rebirthed humanity in, and we based it off. And it's in that book. There's a, there's a place where Mary Magdalene's land bases, like if there's like, if sacred geometry could be in DNA, it is in the land in, um, in France. Okay. And so I went to all these places and I, I listened and they, and they gave me the book as I went to these places mm-hmm. and they showed me how the embryo develops and they showed me how you can affect the DNA through consciousness. And they showed me that. So I saw the DNA, I saw the DNA being affected and I saw the embryo being developed in my mind. And then I went to work at a place called Genesis and I didn't even, which is June. So I moved to Brooklyn and I, and I got hired at Genesis and I, wow. left, I didn't even think about it as I got everything for me is always a surprise. And, and then I went into the laboratory and I worked with the embryos and I watched them in the, in, I don't know what it's called. Like I watched them in develop yeah. in the microscope and I was like, holy shit, that's my book. <laughs> and I didn't really verify my information. I never went into a textbook and said, like, I trust, trust, trust. Yeah, yeah. I didn't verify the shapes, but that's sacred. So back into nature, if we want to get more in balance before we go, I mean, Mm -hmm. the books have so much information in them. I can hardly even. um, It does. They really do. Like, even looking at the shapes with the embryo and all the other things, the womb and all this stuff. I went on Google and like embryo. And then I looked at, I was like, oh my God, it literally all connects in a way we never think about. Like, because we only see literally like at the level of mind, we never think anything deeper than that. And those books opened up a whole new world for me. Like I'm living through these books. Every day I wake up, I'm thinking about something from this book. What can I do better today to open myself up more to a better and higher consciousness you understand like <laughs> yeah and you can only ask and it you will receive mm-hmm. and so and and it's never from it, it, and when it hits it will you will go through the alchemical process as i've described right and you will because that's how consciousness on this planet is changing us mm-hmm. and going into harmony harmony is really nature-based and going back into our heart like what women really need to be is back connected to the level of nature. Mm-hmm. We are nature. Exactly. And so the way to get there is like, I did the best way I described it is my books really look at consciousness via the elements. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny. Cause after I wrote them, I recognized that like, I was like, Holy shit. Like people go to acupuncture to get their elements in balance. And I laughed yeah, because yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think of that as I was writing it. Right, like, I just right. wrote it. It's true because I, what I go to my chiropractor, my acupuncturist, I say Chinese medicine and everything that I ever thought about is healing my body. I have to heal my body. I have this shoulder thing and neck thing that I can't get rid of. I have this lower right side pain down here that is constantly hurting. I don't know what it is. I'm like, let me heal my body. I change my diet. I take the right supplements, everything. But then not once did I think about the body 
in your mind, your spirit, everything is together. If one part is disconnected or there's some disharmony between any of them, everything else is out of balance. But that's not something that I always knew. So though for the past few years, I've been aware of the connection between mind, body, spirit, and everything. I'm just now learning how we have to have the principles of nature within our field and our environment every day. And you can't just heal at one level and not the other. So that's kind of where I am. And these books are opening me up to this whole new place that I've never been before. So, and just see as you're going through this change and you're just like, there's the mind that begins to understand it. And you said you read it again and then you'll have a different experience because your consciousness is shifting and you'll hear different words and yeah. different place. That's because it's written by spirit. Mm-hmm. And so spirit is talking to you in a different way. It's not me writing it, it's them. Mm-hmm. And so whatever they want you to understand or whatever your higher self really wants you to understand, that will come through at, when you need it. Yes. And then you'll start to get more signs of like the next person to work with and the next person to work with. But as you go through the elements, like when you feel the anger, like know that that's the fire, right? And and when you go into, like, as I discuss in Fertile, I go really deeply mm-hmm. into the elements and how to change them because the, that's what creates the pain in your body. You're right. And I've only and known about the elements from a Chinese medicine perspective. Like, and I didn't understand it. It will say expel wind, there's um, fire here. You can take this herb to expand like all this stuff. I'm like- what is this? All they use is elements to heal you. But I'm like, I have no idea what that even means. And then infertile, there you have it. Well, this is what ISIS. So if you're going to create consciousness and DNA, okay, so I'm going to take it even another step level. Um, COVID affects the blood. Okay. The it, COVID affects, it affects like the heart. Okay. And I've been talking about the heart opening of humanity. We are going to go through a change where I talk about the 48 chromosomes of Christ consciousness. Christ consciousness is a heart-based, heart-based harmonic, harmonic uh, resonance that will, that's where we're headed to. So in order for us to get there, we have to go through the ignorance and the greed and the, all the things I talk about the seven deadly sins in my last podcast, we have to go through the alchemical process, which is an alchemy of becoming. But we have to let go of this old way of being. So this old way of being is this mind-based. And we have to learn, like I described in my last podcast, we have to learn how to write with our other hand. It's like, it's like as women, we're going to have to learn like how to recreate society. Eventually in the next 20 years, everything's going to change like we've never experienced before. And we're going to have to learn to let go on a level we've never let go. Mm -hmm. And right now we're in this kind of, it's like, it's almost like on the planet's 80% weird and 20% normal. Okay. Do do you feel what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like, like it's becoming normal. Like this 80% weird is like the new normal, but that, that's what, that's what the darkness is doing as we begin. Mm -hmm. And we'll have to go through a retaliation and a revolution to get our back. And from that, a lot of things will be stripped away. Right. But we're going to have to go into needing less on this planet mm-hmm. as consuming less and going yes. back into harmony with nature. That's correct. So and it's like I see that happening. It's it's like I can see it slowly and I'm starting to see a lot of 
changes that we would never see before. Like I was telling my wife the other day, I'm like, have you noticed before we were just living and we were just doing, living life the way it is and accepting this is the way things are, do it. But now we're at this level where we can see what's wrong here. We can see what's wrong with this. We can see what's wrong with that. And it's like, it's slowly changing and a lot more people are becoming more conscious and more cognizant of those changes that needs to be made. So that's something that I've been noticing a lot more within the past couple of years. Well, that, but you're also going to see the polarity. Mm-hmm. And when you have an, a, a polarity creates division. Mm-hmm. Only the neutralness of the heart creates union. So the way you split, the way you split the world is you create two views on things. And it's like the Black Lives Matter versus like the thing, like, like you know what I'm saying? Like all of these yes. are forms of division. Exactly. And they're forms of like looking at like what we're talking about from the beginning. They're forms of like, it, there's one way to do it and there's another way to do it. Like mm-hmm. let's look at it for two things. Like how do you create division? You do that. Exactly. So that's what darkness does. Darkness mm-hmm. brings you back to your mind. Mm-hmm. Dark, darkness puts you in the story. Darkness puts yes. you in the, and, the, and then it also brings up trauma from the past. Mm-hmm. So back to the 48 chromosomes, we on the planet are moving towards a new, I mean, I'm getting really out there, but it's the truth. Like the yes. children in the future won't be the same as us. Of course not. That's why I talk about the 48 chromosomes of Christ consciousness. And that's this heart-based thing. It's like all throughout our, if you look at DNA as it's moved through time and space, it's changed. Mm-hmm. I, at the beginning, we were we were 44 chromosomes, so 46 chromosomes, and we're moving towards 48 chromosomes. And so, in fertile, I talk about how did they, how did ISIS design this DNA, or how was DNA designed? If from a consciousness perspective, using elements and sacred geometry, the sacred geometry and the elements are switching. And so, as they switch, there'll be people that create more harmony. And and in the next like. I'm talking about hundreds of years from now. We will evolve. But what's happening right now on the planet is they don't want that evolution to occur. Uh Okay. I can see that. Okay. That makes sense. I'm bringing it back to Atlantis and Lumeria. We fell and we didn't learn. And so people were, a lot of people from Atlantis and Lumeria were reincarnated now to say, we made a mistake then, Mm -hmm. we're not going to do it again. And so those books are based on them, like based on when we recreated it from the past. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Wow. Yeah. It's like bringing so much into perspective. And that the thing is, everything is connected. It doesn't even matter what, it don't matter what it is. It's all connected through all of this. It really is. And trying to conceive, bringing new souls to the earth, all of it, it still connects to now, the choices that are being made now by us as individuals, as a nation, you know, as a planet all together. It's like this whole new connection that was never made before. And I can see that now just by reading those books. So for you, you need to look at like, what is the story that you've written? Like if you've need to journal it out, like what is your story? So like, what do you tell yourself every day? So the way you find out what your story is, is you have to go into your thoughts that are repetitive. Mm -hmm. So in Alchemy Becoming, I discussed that, like what are the thoughts you're thinking in your mind as you be, you know, like, and it's always the same story. Like maybe you always fight with a certain person a certain way, or maybe you always have low self-esteem, right? Mm -hmm. 
you cr- what is that story and how was it created? So then you go back into your storyline and you see all the moments that you created this story. And you begin to see how you'll look at it from one point of view. And then I want you to begin as your homework to create a new perspective around that story. Because you can take something. I want you to actually take the story mm-hmm. and put it like almost like in a ball of energetic ball and look at it. And then like almost like a globe or a magic ball, you know, one of those like crystal balls. So yeah. look at it and then look how you can switch the crystal ball around and you can totally look at the story from a different perspective. That's just, true. Just like wearing masks or not wearing masks. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. just getting the vaccine, not get the vaccine, whatever. Yeah. And those are just really hi- hyper, like, good yes, of course. like I can see exactly why people think the vaccine is amazing. I can also see why they think it's not right. Right. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, so we're own story of like, I don't have high self-esteem. It's just a story. Once you let that story go, you could ha- you can switch it so fast mm-hmm. and look at it, look at it from a different perspective. And that's higher consciousness. The ability right. to change and write with the other hand. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that I can I can do that. I, I can understand. I do know for sure that I also have an abandonment issue. I have no idea where it came from, but my both my parents have been present in my life. But if I, I don't like when people leave and then I always create, if I'm with someone, I create the scenario to where we break up or where they leave me or where I'm a victim in it. But I'm always, always have an abandonment issue. Even if like I work somewhere, like I, we used to, I used to be a military wife and I worked with a lot of military wives but every two years they would PCS which is mean you move to a different base in a different country or a different state so if any of my co-workers leave I start feeling this emptiness automatically it just hits me oh my god they're leaving and that doesn't mean I have to be close to them or anything it's just the thought of someone leaving it just does it to me even like my son's friend he said his mom is going to put him at another school and instantly I felt this, oh my God, he's leaving. And I start feeling this anxiety. It's like, what's that? You know? So I live my whole life with this fear based around being abandoned or I don't know. I, I don't know if it's abandonment for you. I think it's more letting go. Maybe. It could be abandonment or it could be, but like everybody has an issue with letting go. So maybe they it's attachment. And so one of the strongest things you have on this planet that, that keeps you planet bound the thing that keeps you planet bound is your attachments. My attachments. It's true. It's true. That's correct. It's that. <laughs> so some people are attached to their belongings. Some people yeah. are attached to the their thoughts. Mm-hmm. Some people are attached to their beliefs. Mm-hmm. Some people are attached to um, I'm right and you're wrong. Mm-hmm. These are all f- attachments people think are just physical, but they're not just physical. Right. They're, they're emotional. And mm-hmm. they are spiritual and they are like uh, my way or the highway. And those all need to be, you, know, you need to, in order to really change consciousness, the most powerful thing you need to be able to do is to let go of absolutely everything you thought was right. So, you know what I'm saying? Everything that you like in that, in that letting go for you comes in the form of humans. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for me, it's always been like, I, I, I have constantly had to just, I, I'm constantly asked to let go, but the more you have to let go of things, the faster your consciousness will change. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. That makes a lot of sense, actually. 
It makes a lot of sense. And now that you just said that, I got this feeling in my body. I don't know what it was, but. Hmm. <laughs> right. Like I have moved a lot. Sorry, I'm moving in my house to charge my computer. Okay. So I have moved a lot mm-hmm. and I recognized, and people may look at me like, wow, you're crazy. Like you're just going all over. No, my, I move a lot because I change a lot. So then mm-hmm. I, I am internally changing and my external environment then changes too. But those moving, yeah. the moving has allowed me to let go faster. That makes a lot of sense. And you're right with the attachment thing. I find myself attached to people. It's just like I have this, I don't know what it is. And it's like, it's like I can't lose people, but why, why? And I always ask myself that. I'm like, and it has been coming up for me. I'm like, here I am trying to heal my, my body and everything. But not once did I think about healing the things that are keeping me stuck. You know, and I don't know what the emotions are sometimes. Like I said, people have told me in the past, oh, you have some father issues coming up, things like that. I'm like, what do I need to heal from my father? And, you know, things like it's like I didn't know how to go about releasing the past, releasing things that are keeping stuck today or in this mindset that doesn't serve me anymore. So I think mostly that's what I struggle with. I can heal my body. I eat really well. I do cleanses all the time. I'm very conscious of what I put in my body, things like that. But it's not just that. It's like learning how to clean my mind, my mental environment, my internal environment, everything. And I just never had a guide on how to do that. Thankful for today. I'm glad we had this session today because again, you put a lot of things in perspective, things I still have not thought about, things that are in your book that I probably have not gotten to yet, but it's just talking to you about this and, you know, I, I don't know, telling me something that I didn't even know it could be. I learned how to open myself up more and that I don't have to live with the story that I've written before. I can change it. I just didn't, like I said, I didn't have a guide on how to go about releasing these things that are keeping me stuck, but now there's a way that I can change it around change the globe. And yeah, just to repeat, so mystical motherhood, kundalini yoga will take you so far, but it, it only mm-hmm. takes you halfway up the mountain. Mm-hmm. And it's a really good way to get a lot of energy and it's an amazing thing. Now, I don't think it takes you all the way up the mountain. <laughs> I think that the heart does. Yes. And I think that mind-based meditation practices, once you actually get to the level of the heart, but you have to clear the mind enough And you have to clear the story enough to even know what the level of the heart is. Now, I'm going to get a lot of shit for saying that, but it's true. Like until you can, and and, and like, we're just not ready on a heart level to get there, but like the next work I do. So I want you to do those meditations, but know they have their own limitations and there's not just one road, but but to get into that heart is you really, I keep on repeating back into the elements. You have to go into nature. Mm-hmm. You have to spend time alone because it's in that time alone that you'll actually gain your self-esteem. That's right. You have to walk. You have to like, it's like dedication back to self love yeah. for self and that generating that self-love all the way from the little girl up to now, mm-hmm. whatever form that is, is like choosing you. Then we'll choose, then your environment responds to that. Your people and your son and your baby will respond to that internal change. 
that's it's yeah absolutely i can see that happening i can see that thank you so much um, yeah so work with whatever, whatever meditation feels good yes but also do those other practices mm-hmm. i will do that i will um next week i plan on starting on a new one in the book and um i don't know i'm looking forward to it i'm excited about it now like i'm very 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 excited to do all of these and cool i don't know the last one i did felt really amazing okay, so okay. i'm ready Hey, reach out with any questions, okay? I sure will. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye.